0: Hello, and welcome to Don't Be a Stranger, the Jack Bowler podcast. It's the debut, it's the very first episode of this crazy new venture that I'm taking, so thank you very much for your support, and thanks very much for listening, but I will be honest, this is the very first episode, and I am by no means an expert, so there are a few audio issues. So, you may find it some parts that Someone is louder than the other, and vice versa. So it's a work in progress. Hopefully, in time, the skills that I develop by doing this more often will improve, and it won't be so won't be so bad. Okay. So that was just a little heads up and a little bit of information about the first episode. My guest is Ashley Bedford. Now I've known Ashley uh, through my work with Make Do Theatre which is a physical theatre company that I'm a part of, or we're a part of, and in this episode we just go into things a little bit deeper with Ashley, we cover things such as social media and technology, uh, mental health, um, the sense of irony in, uh, in life, we have a look at memes, we discuss his early life looking at acting and why we both love acting, we have a look at Uh, football, and we also discuss dance and relationships. There's also a cheeky cameo from my cat Crumble, who will most likely be the biggest star of this podcast over time. Would not surprise me anyway. Feel free to follow me on social media. That's at Jack without the C. That's J-A-K without the C. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. It's the exact same. However, instead of an O in without, it's a zero. Because I'm edgy and cool like that so if you want to be a guest on the podcast at any time or anything like that feel free to slide into my dms and any support would be greatly appreciated let's try and get as many people on and let's try and find out more about each other let's actually have a sit-down conversation and let's just see what happens if you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more please like share subscribe Five-star review on any platform you've got. It would mean the world to me if you could uh, get behind the podcast and just give it your full support. And, yeah, thanks very much. And just remember, don't be a stranger. Bye. to the very first episode of the Don't Be a Stranger Jack Bowler podcast.
1: Oh, uh, very excited to be here, very excited.
0: My guest today is Ashley Bedford and a little information about me and Ashley. So we've known each other now for a num- for about a year or so. It feels like longer. It feels like it feels longer. longer. <laughs> okay, why do you think it feels like longer?
1: Uh, just because every second in your presence... There's an eternity of sunshine. An
0: eternity of sunshine. (laughs) I think you're laying it on a bit thick there. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this is very weird. This is something that neither of us have actually planned for. um, But it just happens that you're now the first guest on this podcast. So um, I guess we'll start with um, talking about how we know each other already? So um, we've, like I say, we've known each other now for about a year or, or just over a year or so, and we are involved in a, a physical theatre company called Make Do Theatre. Check and us out. Check us out,
1: obviously. Obviously, need to get the cheap <laughs> plug in there.
0: And um, but so I know you in a way that's somewhat professional, yeah. and I'll and I'll say somewhat. that <laughs> I'll say somewhat professional. Yeah. Um. And it's a case that I know you in the sense of a as a as a performer and someone to collaborate with. And um, from what I, I know of that and, and seeing you in rehearsal, I just I know you as someone that is likes to have a lot of fun with what we do. And which is, you know, the main reason why we do it is, is to enjoy the um, the process, I guess, that, that we go through in rehearsing and devising and um I think from what I can draw from that is you that you're someone that is, is determined to put on the best possible show, but also likes to have a laugh on the way there, which I think is.
1: That's no, that, that's pretty. Is fair. that a fair assessment? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Above all, I, tr- I try I and put obviously like uh, the professionalism and the show first, but you know I I just can't help myself. Uh, mainly I try and be professional, but mm-hmm. you know I'm just I'm just too darn funny. You're just um, too darn. and I think right? that's you know a burden uh, for myself.
0: Okay, so yeah. why why do you like on a serious note? Because <laughs> there's, there's 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 an element of sarcasm I think in what you say. Uh, um, but uh, but on a serious note, do you do you generally feel like that? Like, do you feel like that like it is a burden the fact that you have a, a tendency to go off script, but not in the sense of we need to be off script. Like, well, I yeah. think
1: the thing there's an element that is, that, I, that is in there that I think we all have that even like if we're around close friends they're still trying to like I'm still trying to it's that classic school yard, I'm just trying to show off mm-hmm. you know what I mean um, I'm an mm-hmm. actor so I love um, attention at the end of the day uh, oh, no, I think that's a very fair like...
0: point like um, no I myself as well I mean I've got an ego big enough to make me start doing a podcast <laughs> <laughs> so um, no but uh, but but yeah, no, I can totally, I can I can get what you mean with that. Like, there's a, this is gonna sound probably a bit weird, but I see a lot of myself in you.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And. Have dinner first. <laughs> Come on. But um, no, I, I, another reason I say that is that I think, although we haven't necessarily touched on things, and I guess we'll go into more detail on this, um, that we, I think we have. Very similar traits, mm. but I think maybe some are more out outspoken than others, or maybe some are more at the forefront than others. Um, and I guess you know, hopefully we can, you know, I can see if that that is that is true or not. But again, it's a lot of the time with it is as it is with with knowing people. You obviously then get to know them, and then you obviously make assumptions as well um, beforehand or. Or during your friendship and relationship with well, someone.
1: Well, tell me about tell me about the assumptions you had. Well, about
0: me. well, I've take it back actually from when we first, because like, you joined the theatre company last year, whereas yeah. I've been involved with the other other colleagues in the company for a number of years prior. So you joined us a year ago, and we both went to the same university. You and I were just different years uh, apart. So. Um, I've always, you know, I had seen you around the, you know, around university in the department and stuff like that. And I just thought, oh God, he is a bit obnoxious, isn't he? <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> but I think, you know, that, that's first impression. That's when, you know, when you see people around and I think as well, you know, going back to that sort of, that alpha or that, that sort of yeah. bigger show off and you're obviously doing a subject like drama. Um, there's going to be a lot of people in that department all looking to, to make a name for themselves in yes. one way or another.
1: It's it's a lot of it, especially as especially when you get in the group, of, like actors within a, within a group of actors, there is quite a lot of like unspoken and, and unconscious like uh, fighting for status and that sort of thing. A lot of
0: passive aggressive sort of yeah, nature. Well, yeah, Passive
1: aggressive, cool. just like a, more like it's like, just passive in in. Well, kind of passive aggressive, but, mm-hmm. but not, but not so aggressive. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's in more of the the, the subconscious. A in... passive
0: gentle nudge, <laughs>
1: exactly. Yeah, a passive caress. Um, but no, I'm um, I'm a very loud person. I just am. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but
0: uh, but I think it's like um, you know, going back to, to what I was saying there. Like with us having different years and different ages mm-hmm. apart, then there's obviously an element maybe of of maturity. Now, I went to university a year later than than the people in in what my year was yeah so i'm not saying that that one that one year makes a difference but there is there is something attached to that i think that is well no i i get that like especially at this age, when
1: when like with early 20s early 20s for me mid mid 20s for you uh sorry anytime (laughs) Uh, but you go through a lot of of growth year and year out, and just like in the space of a year, you can look back and you can you can see that you're an have you're an entirely new person or you've grown so much and you've you've developed. Um, so I think that happens a lot in these like in these years, and especially so the
0: university. That. You know, people are leaving home for the first time, mm. and they come into different areas that then that is, is alien to them. And then there's a there's an encouragement to obviously socialize and make friends and and So you need to do that by possibly being the loudest possible person in the room so you can get people's attention. Yeah, And, you know, I I think that that's a... Maybe I felt like it was obnoxious in the sense that, oh, look at like, look at this kid, like thinking he's the dog's
1: bollocks. Oh, it's it's honestly like so many people have um have said the same to to me. Oh, why uh... do you think that
0: is? Then so why... I
1: think it's because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because... In in all honesty, um, I am I am obnoxious. Uh Sometimes I can feel myself doing it, uh, and try and you know try and create that. And sometimes I just don't care. <laughs> that's, that's
0: really uh, interesting. Yeah. Like, the fact that you're conscious of something happening and you're just allowing it to happen. Yeah, and also. Um, in a sense, by allowing it to happen, you're showing that you don't care, mm. and it's a case that you're accepting you know yourself for who you are. And I think that not a lot of people, uh, I think a lot of people want to do that. Actually, in today's in today's sort of general public, and maybe people our age want to accept the person that they are, but they're uh, they're at a unsatisfactory level where they, they can say that they've got what they want or they they're happy within themselves. And I think that's the thing. You know, speaking about, you know, the pretense of this podcast I was talking about how, um, you know, mobile phones and technology have sort of sucked the life away from, mm-hmm. from people and was so drawn into the idea that technology having an impact on us that, you know, it does have positives. So Don't get me wrong that the, the technology of a podcast, uh, te- sorry, the technology of mobile phones and tablets has, has allowed me to do this right now yeah that people are gonna be listening to this on mobile devices and otherwise but um the people that post stuff on social media I mean there's an ongoing thing actually trend now you've seen like it's like the the puberty challenge where yes. people are posting pictures from themselves like 10 years ago or their first profile pictures on Facebook comparison to now and I've, I've opted into it but it's yeah. more of that of a general consensus to see like how much has changed yeah. and in my case it's very drastic <laughs> very drastic um but you know I, I even saw your I'm if, if you're happy for me to bring it up, but yeah. I'm, I saw your picture and I commented saying, "Wow," because I'll be honest, mate, you, <laughs> you right. you've you've grown up. Yeah, um, <laughs> like well, I'm
1: very aware of uh, of what I was like. It was it was it 2010, so I was like 14, 14 yeah. or something like that. For, uh, to be fair, those were always the, the awkward years. Yeah, isn't it? They're like those so, so, years, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I fully. I fully went for that and it is in a way like you kind of know in the back of your mind it is a bit of a vanity thing
0: yeah and I think uh, vanity and social media go hand in hand, that's that's the reason why you know why people can can make careers through social media, people that would post videos on YouTube or have you know they tweet a couple of things and they then get a huge following from it and then they've got careers off it, you know it's, it's an interesting thing that you can be famous now for the sake of being famous and that just sort of boggles my mind a little the fact that that, that that's a thing but
1: uh, i think well, with, with with that sort of stuff as well people get wrapped up in um like social media then becoming a, a part of, of who they are and you know it's social media is is something that they are instead of you know w- what they do it's mm. so, like i took a like a bit of a break from instagram mm-hmm. sure, there, uh, for, for quite a while and um again, that was, for, for me, it was because uh, I got I got too wrapped up in it myself, you know, uh, like, uh, seeking that validation, like, yeah. checking the amount of likes that I got. And, and see so how many I'm followers guilty. you've got,
0: see if anyone's unfollowed you. Exactly. That's a big thing, so I've had it in the past where I've followed someone for um, not even a, a long period of time, but just out of curiosity, I followed them, and then I unfollowed them, and they, had, they then inboxed me saying, you yeah, know, oh, thanks for the unfollow, and it's like, come on, like, it's nothing personal, it's just, like, I had it recently where a friend of mine said to me, do you just like everything that gets posted on your Instagram? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm following X amount of people, and it's stuff that I want to see, so I'm going to like it. It's (laughs) like, don't get me wrong, there'll be things that I like more than others, but... At the end of the day, the reason why I follow this person is because I like the content that they post or I'm interested in the content that they post. So if I like it, I'm going to like it. And I don't think there's any there's any shame in doing that. But the fact that then other people are then judging you on your traits and your trends on social media is a big thing that then just contributes to the negativity involved in it. And like, it's very difficult to be happy or consistently happy, I think, on social media. You can post all of the all of the you know the achievements you can post all the great things that are happening but then what will happen sooner or later i think or what i've noticed is that people will then go really quiet on social media and it's maybe because something has happened in their lives or something is, has affected them in a way and then you get the situation where people are messaging oh why isn't so and so posted anything why haven't or have you seen that they've not posted in you know x amount of weeks or x amount of days and stuff like that and then it's at it becomes a le- like a weight of expectation on social media yeah. and i just think that that weight is shouldn't be there but it's the about that people use social media as a source of news and a source of um information that it just it's spiraled out of control where <laughs> You know, that people are reporting on the most mundane of things, but then they become a meme, so then it's okay. <laughs> and, like, like, you and I are a part of this meme culture yeah. in that we will post all the things that we find funny or relate to our sense of humor. But it's just gone and transcended now to the point where people will make up fake stories for the sake of hilarity or the sake of getting those, you know, tens of thousands in hits. And it's like, well, that's... Not contributing to the bigger picture; it's just filling up the airways. And I think that's what happened with some people on Facebook that, and some people like on Instagram and social media, they'll just put stuff up for the sake of it. Yeah, I,
1: th- I think it's a very much. It's like a fine line to to walk, especially because if and if you want to get yourself kind of like out of out of that headset of of putting things on to make to to put your own personality across in a certain way or or you know hashtag live having live a brand life, yeah, yeah, that sort of stuff because. The like social media itself and the, the culture that it that it brings across is is designed and made to to suck to suck you in and, and to keep you in. So breaking away from that, um, without like damaging yourself emotionally and mentally, because you know sometimes this clean break it, it can do that. So it, it's it's a very fine line between getting yourself unstuck from that identity and what you want to get put across. Mm. And yeah, it's it's never. It's never fun,
0: hmm. or if it is fun, it's only temporary.
1: Exactly, exactly. And,
0: you know, the older you get, the the you know the more I think people will realise how much of a detrimental thing technology can be. And we're living in an age now where every year or every every month or so, there's new things coming out that are all beneficial, like you know, flat screen TVs that you can fold in half, or like. Soon to be, heard about that? One. No, that sounds
1: great. <laughs> where, where can I get one? <laughs> Sign me up. But like, to the
0: point where it's like so thin that it's just, it's literally, it's near less, like translucent. Yeah,
1: you sold me. Oh, well. There you um, we go. I do work in
0: sales and technology.
1: So. There we go, that's perfect. <laughs> no, but like, I, I agree with like the this, this stuff that you're saying with like social media and stuff and I, I'm like, oh yeah, it's like, it's, you know, there is, there is this downward downward thing in my mind about it, but then I like see a funny picture of a cat and then, <laughs> i was like yes, social media. <laughs>
0: Thank you for bringing this to my attention. This yeah, is stuff I want to see.
1: Exactly, yeah, but I think that's you. You've got to kind of carefully craft like the the people you follow and the people yeah. you have to create your there's, own. There's a lot
0: of opting in and opting out.
1: Yeah, it's you have a certain amount of responsibility to you to yourself and to your mental health. Mm. To
0: that's a big thing. Yeah,
1: follow the right people. See the right stuff. And, and it's, it, it's it, all
0: individual to you as well. It's like, yeah. I'm not going to get my way to say, oh, you need to follow D- Donald Trump on Twitter. Mm. And it's like, well, I don't really associate myself or associate anything with Donald Trump, so why would I do that? And it's like, well, obviously a big political figure. I don't want to make this Twitter into Political podcast, but like just as a hypothetical, someone that's got you know tons of you know he's got millions of, of followers, and it's like people will follow him for all their own individual reasons. People supporting, people against him, people that just you know are on board or or, or or you know on board with the ongoing things involved with him and and what he stands for as as a person. So people will be involved in it to their own degree, but it's it's as exactly that it's their own degree that they want to work with him. Um,
1: yeah I, th- I think what what's what what i've found helpful and it's can be such a simple such a simple thing but toxic people but you see on you see online you see on social media just give them one chance and then cut them off mm-hmm. just cut them off stop that if it's not helpful to you or to your mental health to your emotional health if you don't want to listen to it or surround yourself then just clear it off know i mean there's nothing bad or shameful you shouldn't feel like bad about it if if it's negatively affecting you just get fucking rid you know what i mean
0: (laughs) So, do you believe in second chances
1: uh i i believe in second chances uh yes why Uh,
0: would you believe in second chances
1: uh because uh i think that uh people with the people have the propensity to change of course but um only if, I think people have the propensity to change, only if they understand what it is that's Why they need to change. Yeah, was wrong and, and, and what wasn't working before. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if that's not done, then, you know, it, it, it's going to be less likely that that will ever be done uh, for me. So I, I kind of think... Sure, there's that...
0: growth in a person that they can realise and, 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 you know, hold their hands up and say, yeah, I did something wrong, mm-hmm. or I did something, you know, that is... What well, I'm necessarily doing this just realizing that the way that you're being isn't isn't right within yourself. You yeah. feel You know, you feel there's an injustice in in what you've done to whether it be to someone or to yourself. It's people bettering themselves for the sake of bettering bettering <laughs> yeah. themselves.
1: I, I, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that you know I could do that every time because I, I I haven't I don't think anybody can. It'll be inhuman to. But depends I think on it's... It
0: depends on the level of you know it could depend on the yeah. level of... Of how people have wronged you, if that's the case. Or, or... I kind
1: of think, yeah, it's that, um, that's that's you, you can always tell it in a person how much they would want to change or would want to to figure figure something out within themselves or within a situation, that
0: sort of thing. Well, I think you know, going back to you know what you're saying in terms of mental health and stuff like that, being able to actually call people out on their bullshit is is something that is just easier said than done, though. As no, well. that's like, true. You, know, you don't want to. Have a negative impact on someone's life. Um, There's you know there's constructive criticism. There's ways that you can get through to people and say, you know, the way you're being is not only detrimental to me, but could be detrimental to yourself. Like interacting with people that you know have mental health issues or anxiety is is something that nowadays people are starting. I think to get used to a bit more. Yeah because of how much it's as so we're finally it's speaking,
1: speaking about it.
0: People, yeah, people are coming out and, and you know, make normalising it. Not necessarily normalising to the point where it's like, oh, I've got anxiety, oh, hey, <laughs> It's like, ah, who hasn't? You know, it's not, not like poking fun of it in a way, although there are, you know, there are, like, memes and there are content being put out that are, you know, displaying...
1: It's irony, isn't it? Sorry? It's irony. Yes, so perfect. Irony.
0: There you go. Mm. Irony. Like the irony involved, anxiety, and you know, people will poke fun of that, and people will share that kind of stuff on Facebook, and that's just like, I don't. It's a double-edged sword for me because it's like great, you're owning your own thing, and you're able to laugh at it, but you know, it's only so long I think that laughter can can carry on till it becomes a bigger problem, or I say becomes a bigger problem, becomes an un- unresolved problem. It's great that people are talking about mental health. I think it's great that people are addressing their personal issues and going and seeking help where they can. And, you know, not necessarily everyone can do that. Not necessarily people have the, are, are at that point where they can do it either. And It's just about encouraging people. But to then have to call someone out on their bullshit, and if it's someone that is sensitive or if it's someone that... I mean, even if they're not sensitive, if it's just someone that you don't necessarily have a rapport with beforehand... It's sometimes hard to help those sort of people, and I guess it's just about trying to get to a point where everybody gets the the help that they need. But I guess that's that's true, yeah. But I think I think different. a lot
1: of that is is because you know with that the difficulty in, in calling somebody out or expressing yourself is, is quite a lot to do with like what I said is. It's it's right now in society. It's like post irony. You know what I mean? It's like mm. a post ironic, post modern, post truth world that we kind of live in and and for, for people to be sincere with each other mm. and you know, to break down those barriers is it's scary you know and, like,
0: yeah like that, just like just approaching anybody to speak to them exactly is it's, is something that's difficult it, i mean
1: especially yeah nowadays with that with that you know everyone's got to put a uh, frame it as a joke or a meme or irony that sort of stuff
0: yeah know? it's like that's the only way of sort of saying what you really want to say
1: yeah it's only way of communicating
0: and it's oh, it and that's well, it's it's becoming the the new wave of of communicating to the point where like hashtag si- same. <laughs> Am I right? So it, you know, it's, it's a case that just sitting down and talking to someone is something that doesn't happen anymore. Exactly. And hence why I'm doing this. Hence <laughs> why you're here. But it's crazy that you know there
1: has to be this podcast for us for us to do it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know what I mean? It is a bit weird. Yeah. But there we go. <laughs> um, I want to sort of talk a little bit more now. Um, about about you, um, in the sense that you know, we've had a little you know parlay back and forth. Then about you know yeah, about we've about we've the topic definitely. of this, <laughs> Pudding? <Pardon? laughs> we've
1: rambled, <definitely>. haven't <laughs> we? Yeah, God, just a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, absolutely. But
0: there we go. But like, let's just talk a little bit about you now. Beforehand, off um, off recording, when I said that realistically, the whole podcast is about sort of speaking about yourself. You went, oh, I hate speaking about myself, yeah. and. I'm not going to encourage you to speak about yourself if you don't want to. But what I may ask is, like, well, well, why? Why do you hate talking about yourself? What is it that sort of you you don't enjoy? Well, it's um. Actually, no. Considering the fact that you're someone that, through my assumption on first impression, was someone that seemed quite obnoxious and loud and yeah. wanted the attention, but you hate talking about yourself. So, yeah, how... it's... so it's a bit of a.
1: It's again, it's um, the lovely word irony again, isn't it? It's um, uh, I'm usually. Um, Alana
0: Morissette is sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> Apparently, so. Apparently so.
1: Let's get some money out of this. <laughs> uh, uh, but no, like you know, um, you know the the it's a classic case of of being loud and being obnoxious to to get a to get other people to view me as a certain way,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and and kind of have it only that way. And then if somebody asks me, you know, about me, then that's kind of like really off point because mm. you know then it's it's not. It's not that front or, or hmm. that you know something I've projected outwards.
0: It's like you're projecting a version of yourself to people. Exactly. But the person that is doing the projecting, realistically, is someone that you do you want to keep locked away or? Uh,
1: wait, it's, it's the same thing. Like you know what I mean. Like you sort uh, of hide
0: um, it away from certain yeah, it's, people. It's,
1: I'm acting. It's that kind of thing. Of you know, you're acting like you're you're so secure in yourself. You know, you 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 very comfortable in your own body mm-hmm. just because you're really fucking not.
0: Yeah, so there's there's you no know, I think that that's a really interesting point to make and that you know, you I mentioned earlier that you know, I see a lot of myself in you and I can sort of relate to that as well, being someone that has a you know, a particular a particular sort of theme or a particular sort of, you know, look and stuff like you're sort of portraying the version of yourself that you want to be. Yeah, your aesthetic is always gotta be gotta be on point. Yeah, you know what I mean, to you're, so, you're quite. If I don't mind like saying, you're quite a flamboyant person. Oh, thank you. And it's um, me. it's very nice of you to say. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think you're someone that you know comes across as now that I've gotten used to you and worked with you and like spent time with you in a in a more a in a more platonic sense uh, rather than just a professional working. That's right, guys. You zone me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh not that there's anything wrong with that. No, friendzone isn't real. Carry on. Friendzone isn't real, we're gonna come back to that. Alright. Um <laughs> It's definitely friendzoned me then. <laughs> um like the idea that um completely lost my train of thought. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Um
1: But you see you see me inside you. Yes, That's I do see <laughs> that's what you're saying i remember that i see i
0: see i see parts of myself inside of you yeah in that I, I can relate to the idea of portraying a version of yourself for people to be um interested in or attracted to or um you know someone say oh there goes there goes jack or oh there goes ash isn't he so cool in the way he carries himself <laughs> like um, i mean that's what you want people to think am i wrong is, it Insane, is what uh, i want that's... people to think but it's just you know what i mean it's
1: like it's 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 one thing to subconsciously think and want that and another mm-hmm. thing to sit there and 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 you know think about those wants,
0: think about those yeah like what you want other people to view you as and i think that's detaching the egotistical element to it Ah, uh, yeah and you know you can because i don't th- like you don't come across as someone to me now anyway as someone who is obnoxious like you're someone that has i think in-, in my opinion now shown elements of insecurity but i think that's come through for the fact that we're now in a position where we know each other a little bit better yeah i think my cat just got picked up on the mic there, you are, that's crumb- there she is. That's
1: uh, Crumble, if you're hearing that, everyone. Yeah, uh, so th- she'll a be a full ass.
0: She'll, she'll be a frequent... Um... <laughs> Come on. Okay. But yeah, no,
1: um, no, I get that. I, I fully get that. And I think uh, a lot of people have said exactly the same thing. You know, they, they view me... On uh, first impressions. Yeah, on first impressions. I've had so many people who've been like, oh, you know, I... I thought you we were a bit of a dick when <laughs> the first time I see you, but I absolutely love you now. It's like all of the, um, it happens all of the time. Loads of people mm. also think that that I don't like them the first time mm. we meet, and I keep that. Like well, why really why do you think thing. that is then? Uh, mainly because um,
0: uh, I don't like.
1: Them. <laughs> <laughs> I know sometimes I just have like a a general air of disinterest uh, about everything. That's because I'm tired. Usually, I'm okay. a very
0: tired person. Could you say it's like? 'Cause I, I sometimes I've come to terms with that a little bit myself, like the idea of like if someone invites me somewhere or if I'm in a like in a particular mood and then someone who I don't necessarily know just comes in like a you know, bull in a china shop or anything like that. Just shut down. It's just like I have no interest in yeah. being social with you because although they haven't done it on purpose, I'm in a different place to where they are. Yeah. Like I'm I'm, I'm set at one level, they're set at another. And it's just a case that I can't get to where they are and I don't want to meet them there. And I've had that happen on on a number of occasions. But I'm starting to get to the point now where I'm sort of like, oh, well, fuck it. <laughs> they, they are who they are. I'm not I'm going to go out of my way to change who they are. I want to maybe know why they are the way they are, which is why I'm doing this podcast. But it's like... A situation where I don't want to feel like I have to be at their level mm. so that I can enjoy myself I want to enjoy myself within myself and I think that um you know there's also a level of anxiety that comes with that too when you know you're feeling one particular way, and something changes yeah that was that was a yeah. big thing for me and, and still is a big thing for me that I'm very set in certain ways and I like planning I like to plan things ahead of time and if I come home from work and I had no intention of going out or no intention of socialising with someone, then I'd be like, hey, I'm happy to just do exactly what I want to do in my space. I don't really want to see anyone. Nothing personal to you. Anybody could be asking me to do it. But it's just a case that like I want my own space. Yeah,
1: I-, I, I don't think I've done anything in my space for years. Uh, I think everyone's moved on.
0: Ashley likes to use puns sometimes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's something that I'm uh, it's really what sorry. I
1: used to um substitute actual conversation.
0: That's that's actually a fair point. So did you use that like as a coping mechanism? Would you say? Because I I've, I've I'll be honest, you've not done a pun in a very long time. It's true. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's because we haven't seen each other over over the festival, maybe with rehearsals and stuff. I don't know.
1: Maybe it's just I, I only do puns when I've got nothing interesting to say. So. I don't know what how to contribute to a conversation, so here's a terrible joke.
0: So, it's, so yeah, it's a that case that might be it. That's that's a theory, I guess. But so also, like, I'm really so good you at puns. Use puns or have used puns in the past for the sake of not knowing how to contribute. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't that's know what I'm going to say. Though, so I'm just going to make might a joke. Just go silent. I yeah, just don't say anything. Or like, I feel like I've got nothing worth to contribute. Or I'd sometimes throw my toys out the pram a little bit. I said, "Well, I've got nothing to contribute about this, so we'll, we'll fuck it. You're wrong."
1: It's, it's for me. It's weird. It's kind of uh, like in different situations. Like around around, like you know the uh, you and and the rest the rest of like um, make make do theater. Uh, we, you know what I mean. I'm I'm very I'm very like, energetic and very loud and very in your face. You know what yeah. I mean. out There, but like when, but again, around other like different people, um, like around at home especially. I'm, um, um, I I don't usually speak. I don't usually you know i Socialize. kind of just go up in yeah go up to a nice little shell it's mm. it's you know different different situations different people kind of yeah
0: i can relate to that i mean i'm in a position where i, I you know i live by myself now for whatever reasons, and i'm comfortable in this space that mm. i'm in and you know i'm happy to, to to have people over but i'd like just like to try and do that within my schedule like my and head. here
1: I am drinking all your pineapple juice, right? <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> drinking all my
0: fucking pineapple juice. <laughs> right, are
1: we to swear? Is this family friendly? Oh, yeah. You can it's swear. family friendly. You've already swore a couple have... of times. Oh, my yeah. God. So oh, true. fucking hell. <laughs> you know I mean...
0: You were trying to be really PG mm, but all this, mm, have mm,
1: mm. It's as best as I can do. Yeah, you've
0: already swore a couple of times, yes. but I haven't noticed it. Yes. Well, so what else do you want to know about me? What else? So, Open book, maybe. Well, general profile, so, like... so. Am I right in saying that you grew up in Leicester? Yes, the or, um or wonderfully or suburban area of Leicester. Not of bit Leicester. It's
1: actually I've I've grew up all all around Leicester, like um any anywhere that you can name in Leicester that's um not posh. Okay. I've I've grown up uh, like I've lived in my, my life close to 50 50 different places, different really? houses and that sort of stuff all in like like 30 40 of them all in and around Leicester. Uh and every you know Leicester is a very um not exciting it's not i've it's been not to leicester once just a on a conference mm. with uh... we got 15 gregs there's 15 gregs in leicester and you know where they all are as well uh, I, uh no unfortunately not. Not i not only know where 10 are but okay. i haven't been back in it a while
0: oh there have been five new ones since you've been apart
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so no i'd be right there if they did okay actually okay. no a few years ago they got their first ever prep prep a for a little bit of a montage. Pretty montage, yeah. There was literally a, like a, a like a big ribbon cutting. You had a clown in the guy playing with the double bass. Like what, there it was, was a clown. Yeah, there was a clown just juggling, just juggling shit for the sake of a pretty montage. <laughs> 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 That's what you want. Exactly. Nothing Very really much. Market. Nothing
0: much happens in Leicester. Okay, um, but w- so we you live in Huddersfield now? Huddersfield now. Yeah. Okay. Under university in Huddersfield, mm-hmm. and. Um, so what uh, <laughs> Crumble's just jumped up on the table uh, where we're recording. Crumble has joined us. <laughs> oh, yeah. there we go. She might get picked up on audio a bit more now, but there we go. That's alright. Everyone wants to hear a beautiful voice. Yeah. And when we finally give her a cue, she doesn't bother. Oh, there we go. Um so moved to the Huddersfield, then went to University in Huddersfield, graduated two years ago now for you, is it? Or one year? Yeah,
1: two like yeah, one it's like twenty June twenty seventeen.
0: Okay, yeah. So, yeah, two years ago. Yeah. So, um, what is what made you want to study drama at university? Um, I tried the academic stuff. It didn't work out. Well. You tried what, sorry?
1: The academic stuff. Okay. Like in uh, college, I did um like physics, classical civilizations, English language, and then I always did drama because I had a bit. I had an interest in acting. Sure. Um, and I was like, this could be a really good outlet. Um, for the uh, yeah, like for. for of their courses mm-hmm. um, yeah, but uh, you,
0: I, you took on quite heavy academic subjects there though yeah <laughs> sounds bad yeah. it sounds like it anyway
1: yeah there was a there was a like a basically i'm the only smart one in my family <laughs> uh straight up how
0: many siblings have you got
1: uh, i've got three siblings one older two younger
0: okay um, and the, what's the ratio is it like
1: uh what i've got uh, one one year older i've got one who is who uh, 15, 14, and one, seven, eight. You're <laughs> you're not sorry, sure. I'm sorry, Jude. <laughs>
0: so so, uh, how many is it, sisters and brothers, or no,
1: uh, three brothers. Three brothers. Three brothers, and i yeah. Everyone, um, everyone, uh, just assumes I'm the only child because, in a really weird first. way, no. you do
0: strike me as someone as an only exactly. child. Yeah, yeah, no. That's not because I, I don't know. that that's really weird. That I wouldn't have thought yeah. you had siblings.
1: Yeah.
0: There you go. There you go. I've learned something learned today. Something
1: new, yeah. So yeah, no, I think, um, I, think uh, I absolutely love history, love uh, classical civilizations that stuff. Absolutely love Roman, uh, Roman history. I okay. uh, did six months in Roman architecture, so you could point to any column uh, you want, and I can I can name it like that.
0: Fantastic. My
1: favourite is Corinthian columns, if anyone's wondering, which I'm sure everybody is.
0: I've, do you know what I think? <laughs> with bated breath.
1: Exactly, yeah, which is you know um, late, uh, plate l- late Greco, late Greco period. Okay. Uh, Corinthian columns, uh, famously from, from where? Cor- Corinth. Corinth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I you know it. as well. There you we go. got it. Yeah. When do I get my diploma? <laughs> 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 no, but yeah. Acting, I only really started properly acting when I was sixteen. Okay. because um, before I was doing, you know, a couple of, a uh, couple of school plays, school musicals, and that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I never really. That, I
0: did that sort of thing yeah. as well. I think it's, um, like something that. I think I you get drawn to it in certain ways. I don't know what it is like uh,
1: I love attention.
0: Oh, maybe that's it. <laughs> but um like I try and downplay I think how much I want the attention mm-hmm.
1: now. I uh, I kind of for me I think it's really good to um like make it known that you want the attention and you know it you, and but be very self-aware of it so you let it out in little bursts.
0: I, yeah I think that's a very fair yeah. point because you can then work within what you're yeah. comfortable with yeah and like what you I'm, want people to know and yeah. I think as well
1: because when I'm on like like set you know' what I mean like doing a like doing a like a, like a short video or, or, mm. or like a you know, music video or that sort of thing yeah it's you know what I mean I, I kind of you know gotta play chill mm. because I am just thinking. <laughs> this is it. This is it. You know what I mean. Well, your, your big break, Yeah, yeah exactly. Absolutely love it. I, there is, there is literally nothing. Um,
0: There's another bit of also of professionalism, actually. I think maybe. Yeah.
1: Well, th- that's the thing. There's nothing about the like the the you know the the process of acting and theatre making that I don't absolutely and utterly adore i'm in love with every single aspect of of theater making of acting you know what i mean like learning lines mm. i absolutely absolutely love it blocking the same thing 20 25 30 times absolutely love it film you know like if i'm in front of the camera and you know mm. it's just something isn't work like working out you gotta do eight or nine takes just getting do you know what i mean going through that process and getting it right absolutely mm. absolutely love it so
0: that was. Did you go to sixth form or did you go to college? You uh, went to college.
1: Went college. To college. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, moving on from a transition from like for your high school to college, mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't go through that transition. Yeah, I went through sixth form, but I think that the difference in that is by surrounding yourself again in a new environment with new people. Yeah, I think it sort of sets you up a little bit better. I think for university, in that. You're outside of the same. You're outside of the building where you associated your years from like being yeah. ten, eleven through it, to yeah. It's like a nice, nice little stepping stone. Yeah, it doesn't prepare you. In it, 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 there's basically
1: anyway, but it's a nice little stepping stone. So thing. why
0: do you say that? Why doesn't it? Why doesn't it prepare you? Uh,
1: because I don't know for 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 university, you're you're so from the get go, so in, entrenched, and you, you know what I mean. It's 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 there all around you in every minute. Mm. Uh, and and you know what I mean, like the courses and the way it's taught, especially the way the way like lecturers and tutors can be with you. They can be like so mm-hmm. friendly, and and uh, you know you learn the actual people too. Um, but it's I'm going to say the word vibe here, uh, but that's how I'm going to describe it. There's a whole different vibe to to college and, and to university, and uh, I think you, you feel that loads when you get to university compared
0: to compared to college. I think as well, you surround yourself with people. More so that from all different walks of life and different mm. backgrounds as well. Uh, whereas if you go to the same college as people that you would have done, you know, or maybe heard of in the same town mm. or city, then you sort of you familiarise with the area, you're still familiar with that. Whereas university plucks you out of one place and puts you in another. Yeah. Um, well, I'm actually pretty fortunate being from from Leicester. It's a, a very
1: multicultural, very diverse uh, city. It's absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. I absolutely love being being a part of that and, and, and growing up for that. So I think that aspect for me um
0: wasn't too big a move yeah i think Um, as well you've already said that now you've moved over you know what was it 50 times you said
1: yeah yeah however many times is it an exaggeration really no no genuinely i can i can get you on the phone to my great-grandma and she can tell you
0: really good old sylvia let's get her on (laughs) (laughs) maybe save it for for a follow-up one uh (laughs) follow-up podcast Mm. but um so that's so what was it like having to move so many times then or what was the circumstances if you don't mind me asking uh that's all
1: right um well it's uh uh mainly throughout my very young childhood because that's when that's when a lot of it did happen going from place to place it was uh it was me and my older brother uh and my mum, just a single mum, going from place to place uh and uh she had difficulty paying rent and that sort of stuff and, and and finding the right landlords but then there was a lot um with her uh, or drug problems and that sort of thing, and and then having to move from one or the other because of like one sort of situation or another. Like there was a uh, one point where we had to move because someone's throwing bricks through our window because you know, she hasn't she hasn't paid the dealer. Basically, that sort of thing. Really? So it's mo- luckily I don't remember any of that. So that's not trauma.
0: No, but it's it's a case that obviously that stuff has happened and. Contributed to the idea that it's you know it's forced you to to move as you know so many yeah. times, but um. So what I'd probably say on that is so you say your mum is a single mum. Yeah. Did you have a father figure in, in your life or did you? Did uh, you have
1: not a figure? not not really. Uh, I I did get a stepdad from like the ages of eleven to sixteen. Okay. But he wasn't a very he wasn't a very nice he wasn't man. Present. No, oh. no, no. He was uh know he was a he was a. Um, you know, he was into drugs and that sort of drugs as well. And he was very abusive, so not not really a father figure. I have my great granddad, mm-hmm. who's who's is really cool. He, he took me to like all my like my football matches and that sort of thing. Yeah. He's a cool guy.
0: So you come from a, so you come from a, a background as well. From what I know, is uh, being involved in both football mm. but also dance as well. Yeah, you've got a background in Twinkle Toes, basically. Yeah. Uh, how does that? You know, with football being a you know, still a, a very hyper masculine mm. sort of sport with a you know a, with particular and stereotypical fan bases, etc. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, um. You know, I'm a football fan myself as well, but I you know I don't think of myself and and, and you mm. as conventional football fans. Probably. Yeah, that's true.
1: Uh, what team do you support? Uh, Leicester, i oh, Leicester. You know what I mean. So, so, what about uh, you? Liverpool. Liverpool. Uh, so at least, okay. you're,
0: at least you've seen your team win the Premier League. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What, Which yeah. is something you know no but one ever I'll, take away.
1: Yeah, was but I was up here for it.
0: Yeah, so it's yeah, a bit so, different, yeah, we both sure. saw Huddersfield get promoted to
1: the Premier League. Yeah, we did, on. I mean, uh, as you can see, if anyone drives into Huddersfield, you can see so many signs going, Huddersfield, a Premier League town. Yeah,
0: they, they, <laughs> they, make, they make a big deal about <laughs> it they've, made, the time they,
1: they've clearly spent a lot of money on that as well. So, um, yeah, that's going to be awkward at so, the town meeting.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 but, um, so, so did you find the idea of... um? So when did, did football and dance ever clash or ever mix or uh, were they happening side by side? Or... Uh, no,
1: f- um, no, they didn't. Uh, football was very much uh, very like very very early on for me. Uh, like start playing football from the ages of like uh, probably like seven to eighteen. Okay. I mean, I was, what position did you uh, play? Uh, I played. Uh, Left mid was my preferred position. Yeah, left-footed? Well, yeah, yeah, left-footed. That's uh, absolutely amazing. I played in centre mid. Uh, that's where I started, started my career, illustrious career, seven years old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, centre midfield. Then uh, when I played for the school team, I played up front. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, then later on, uh, I played in left mid and sometimes fielding for left back. Uh, no, actually, football was, was my life for years and years and years.
0: Yeah. Um, is it like an element of good. escapism with it as well I think. Oh yeah, I mean like if, I... if you've got a lot of the stuff going on at home mm. it's just something you can go and do oh, away no, from. It yeah, and...
1: And, um like especially because like I was the captain of oh, really? of, of my football like one of my football teams for like 4 years, you know? What I mean Just uh, that loud
0: mouth to come in. Exactly.
1: Like I was I was the smallest kid on the pitch and, like really? guaranteed I was you know I mean I was uh like 5 foot 2 up until the age of like 15 really yeah I grew like eight inches in a year and a half it was it was incredible uh I'm thankful for it obviously Uh, (laughs) but no yeah absolutely absolutely love football managed you know I got I got into a place where I was really like playing for a really good team I was I was there a player of the season in in a team playing for like the under 18s Premier Division in Leicester but then I had the choice of you know go on to to college um with college uh football became less and less and then obviously with, with university so it was a choice between can football and have that iffy outlook on on the future or, or go into academia hmm. uh, and obviously I chose academia uh, and Do you I feel like that was, was the right choice yes this very useful drama degree
0: yeah yeah <laughs> I've got one too mate don't <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so, so handy I mean, it sounds like, it sounds like you have, have a lot of passions. And I think, I think yeah. you are a very passionate person. I think that comes out in the fact that um, you're someone, you know, you've already said that you love and adore, like, the process of, of, of performing and devising. And, you know, from seeing you in a in a professional, you know, environment, you're someone that enjoys the, like, when when sometimes, for example, if you're devising and you just get, like, one little moment and you're just like, oh, fuck, yes. <laughs> It's you have it's, to live for those moments. It's a great. Yeah. It's like when you just get one of those moments where it's like a eureka, mm. you, you, euphoric sort of, like you, I, you, you've worked all those hours and, and days that's, and that's just like, for the sake of that response or that moment. Yeah. And I think that that overshadows, you know, that, sorry, that, that like, that surpasses any other feeling you could get, mm. really. And I think that one of the main things that are the reason why I love performing so much myself is the fact that it's so powerful. Yeah. It's such a powerful thing to have an audience look at you live on stage and you can have them in the palm of your hand. Now that sounds pretty sadistic <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm aware of that but like the like, to have that power over people mm. in that format which is everyone's like in traditional theatre I guess accepted the fact that they've paid the ticket or they've come to watch this thing yeah. to be entertained and to feel something and to have the power to give that thing that they feel for me is one of the most powerful and um it's like the, one of the most um oh, I don't, it's really hard to describe really yeah it's like it's, it's very just, in the moment of it isn't it that's that's yeah it's, so hard to try. it's to have that i think is one of the most powerful things to, to have like, like to, to feel, to yeah, experience, yeah. To yeah. Um, I, I, that's, that's the one thing that I take away from drama. But i mentioned there dance. So where dance, did dance yes. come into it? Uh, dance
1: actually started for me when um it was second year of university. So um I auditioned uh, for uh, to to be part of a, a piece that was going up to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Oh great! Now in in this play, it was like this kind of near dystopian future in which all performers were like slaves to corporations. Was it, was it
0: <laughs> Roman or Corinthian based, and you could no, identify? It, no, it wasn't it's... Corinthian based. Oh, I bet you were gutted.
1: Oh no, I was. Always, I'm good. Uh, uh, <laughs> what? But, but yeah, uh, in in it, uh, I played this actor um, who was trying to, you know, get, get their freedom by 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 acting as, as well as possible. And I was I was uh, paired with a dancer and a DJ uh who was the next dancer now at the end uh, yeah it was like the sequence of of you know not getting along in their friendships and it all ends with this like uh like this dance piece and i to then as a character and in real life being an actor but learned to dance okay so uh, like at the end they had this like bit of a bit of a dance bit they got involved with and um uh, and then from that it's it's the when you talk about the bit of like when you're devising your piece in in performance you're know, acting uh, like your Rika moment, you're finding. I, it's it's just the same with dance, and especially to music. Like you, you mm. find. That's why I absolutely love it. You find that perfect movement, that flow, that energy that you can put. That can bounce off. That what you're hearing and, and what you're showing is is, uh, again a, a beautiful beautiful moment in the the expression and and the freedom you can get for that. And actually, when I. Uh, went up to the Edward Fringe Festival there's just outside where we're performing there was this uh, chop- chalkboard sign it was like that just said in the middle why do you dance and mm. around the outside a different colour chalk like people have Put all the different sponsors, and it was like uh, to be free, to lose control, to be structured, to be chained, to hmm. to be powerful, to be weak. And like all a these, huge like, variety yeah, of sponsors. Yeah, all these like, it was like these 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 things that were so contrasting. The, the, this music and dance can bring to people, and um, I don't know I, I kind of think that that was for me sums up uh and uh, dancing and my love of, of of dancing limited to what it is for only a couple of years you know mm. what I mean? like it can invoke those sorts of passions and grips upon so many different people that's me and uh yeah that's
0: <laughs> so it's sort of like an extension to, to, to maybe what i feel as well like the idea of having that power to dis well it may be in, in a dance sense more visually like to display yeah,
1: to, yeah it's it's, a, uh, it's something a and, and and with like different pieces of music you can you know um there's been times where
0: music can just have such a huge impact it, on anything exactly yeah, anything
1: exactly and there's, there's been times when I've, you know, I've been creating like having to create a bit of like dance for a certain music and and i've i, I sit there and listen to it and at first i, I don't think of you know what? What I could make with it. It's it's first of all, what is that music? Music telling me, you know mm. what I mean. What what is that music showing? And then you
0: create around that. What would you say is the of? Have you got a favorite song like of all time? Favorite not so. Oh, oh, two question. Favorite <laughs> yeah. song of all time. Favorite yeah. song to dance to. Uh,
1: favorite song of all time will probably Menswear by the Five.
0: You're a big fan That's, of 1975,
1: Five, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan. Um. But yeah, that's my favourite. Uh, Is that favorite their new song. album?
0: Is it? Or I'm not I mean, really. I'm not listening to them since the their first, first album. To be honest.
1: First album. Um, um, it's about trying to find drugs at a wedding. Seriously. Uh, did they but, Did they the, find the drugs? Uh, was ev- it
0: Was the story it, ever finalised? It's eventually a happy ending. Oh, good. I Felt like you could definitely uh, turn that into a performance. But something. no, I've have ne- never danced it, and I've purposely
1: never danced it.
0: Is it a uh, case maybe... Wh- 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 why is that actually? I was, I've got well, an idea why it could be. Well, now, for, me it's, it,
1: it, for me, it encompasses, it's the reason why it is my favourite song is it encompasses so many feelings and, right. um, and so many ideas and expressions of not just one time but times throughout my life when I listen to that and and, and think of it and, as something new. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but my favourite song I've ever danced to um, was a song by FKA Twigs mm-hmm. called Water Me. Uh and it was just this like uh in- invoking of, of, of this woman that is des- desperately trying to, to get something out of a relationship, you know, we're not gonna grow unless unless you put something into it and, and allow me and us in this relationship to grow and um and it's just done so well. And you can and you can feel the genuine emotion coming off of it. Sorry, I've I just realised I've been talking very seriously for quite a while now. I'm so proud of oh, you, you have no idea. I know. <laughs>
0: um, so you mentioned relationships, you're single, as yeah. far as I'm aware.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: I'm still friend-zoning you, by the way. Yeah, well that's unfortunate. Um, and so, as a single male, mm-hmm. um, who identifies as straight, mm-hmm. what do you say that you have to offer in a relationship? Uh, <laughs> oof. now i'm hitting you with some hard questions yeah
1: what do what what can i offer in a relationship I've, I've been asked
0: that question before oof. i'll be honest this is the reason why i'm asking uh, i've been asked that question before um in i can offer in therapy yeah something. so like i they asked me that because we, i was talking about relationships and mm. stuff like that and um, one of the reasons why i'm in you know, situations where i am and stuff like that is maybe i keep myself closed off with certain people and mm-hmm. don't, um work within what I'm comfortable with. So the reason why I asked that question is because they asked me that and it really stumped me. (laughs) It's like,
1: Can can anyone really answer that question? I
0: have no idea. That's why I thought, you know, as as someone who... um,
1: I can bring some column facts. I know know, know some stuff about columns in Roman architecture. I know stuff about the life of uh, uh, the Roman senator, Cicero. It's it's, it's stuff I I I wouldn't have
0: thought that you'd have a background knowledge. Absolutely love it. Um, um, Ah, I don't know what architecture. But mm. well, I, I I just I just think like that's a question that I still play on my head a lot the yeah. time especially when i try and maybe That's a, that's a biggie. That's a, that's a biggie.
1: And uh I might disappoint you here by saying I have absolutely no idea. But um, I think
0: that's good that you that's good that you're not sure though I think. Mm. Because if you wanted to and I'm not encouraging you to but if you wanted to you could explore that. Oh yeah, don't know. worry. I'm
1: going to I'm going to be thinking about this for the rest of my life, man. <laughs> <laughs> You really can't be here. You I'm really can't be here. Wow. created some sort of
0: existential crisis. You have. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah, but then again, you know, who doesn't have an existential crisis every couple of days?
0: Yeah,
1: fair enough. Very good point. <laughs> but no, like, relationships, especially in the, the, the modern days, is, is quite quite complex, I think.
0: It's, it's so complex. Or, or maybe,
1: well, and I think in a way complex, but in a way have never been simpler. I think the element of, of bringing it back to social media mm. and um, like dating apps, you know, I mean we have Tinder, Bumble, you said you're on Hinge, yeah, that sort of thing. And even stuff like, you know, uh like people uh, that have Grinder and that's and,
0: and that sort of thing. You know what I mean? It's there's it's... like apps for specific tastes now as well. Yeah, like exactly. More universal mm. And it's like the whole conventional way of like approaching someone in a bar or approaching someone yeah. from afar. I'm not trying to rhyme here, but <laughs> um, but approaching someone the conventionally now and going up and speaking to them is now taboo. Like the idea of actually going over to someone and saying, "Hey, just thought that I saw you from and <laughs> so thought, and so away, and so and so away. I saw thing. you from three miles." away <laughs> 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 binoculars. Um, uh, but yeah, I saw you from across the room or, or anything like that. Can I buy you a drink? Mm-hmm. Or going over and saying hi, or even going on behalf of someone like, Hi, my name is so and so. I just like to say that so and so's get a lot of. Oh. Like, yeah, so and so, but I don't know. Going but on like, behalf go... of somebody. Yeah, go and say oh. hi. You're not, not keen on that idea?
1: No. I think, like,
0: so... that's, I think that's very schoolyard. You know what I mean? Yeah. like, Oh, mate, fancies you. Well, I think that it can get back to that point, though, because of how shy and unconventional it now seems to actually go up to someone and speak to them. So maybe someone with a bit more confidence mm. can go up to him and say hi. Just my name is hi, my name is Jack and my mate Ash over there is is quite as a, cute. As a, as a waving furiously. <laughs> <Hello! thing. laughs> uh is is um thinks that you know you're attractive and he just uh, wants to give uh give you his number but he's just feeling a bit shy. Mm. Would you take it? I think I th- well maybe if you framed it like that, that might be a pity yes. A pity yes. A pity I yes. mean, <laughs> I mean I, by by all means I don't expect you you and I, if we were to be in yeah. a situation like this, I don't expect you to give my number to pass on to someone <laughs> else. I like, I think you're more than capable of yeah. going over and well, in, in, in these and situations where well, I but... yeah, I,
1: I kind of the the only place kind of like I approach somebody I'm attracted to is is, is probably like in, in a club. And I kind of use dance okay but not like not like obviously not like in a leery way i don't just like <laughs> oh i are from across the room and start air thrusting to get a point across you know <laughs> is that I mean? your go-to move <laughs> it, it, it is surprisingly amazingly it has not worked hmm. uh no i to um, revisit that one i think it's i think it's um but it's like yeah d- dance is a good way of of connecting with somebody very early on uh, but as long as it's not creepy, I think again you have to respect the boundaries. I think that's that's yeah, that's I, very I, that's very important, obviously like uh
0: No, I completely agree and I think that the boundaries now of say ten I mean I'm saying this I'm twenty five years old, it's not like I was hitting on like other <laughs> ten year olds at like at the school disco yeah. in that sort of way, oh but like God. In school disco's when you're ten, Oh, just uh just off your tits on Panda Pop, that's what I was anyway. <laughs> um Blue Panda Pop was the best Panda Pop. Oh, yeah. No, you're right there.
1: I mean, Sorry, you was going about the all the um, post stories of <laughs> when you were Panda 10 Pop years now. old. Um,
0: yeah, but like, from what I can see, say, I, I, I guess like the biggest indication that I see now is what I'm involved with currently, but also looking at, say, television programs from, say, 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. When, you know, we had a lot of these programs where it would be like people approaching others in a bar and Now, if they made a TV program, it would just be people looking down all the times on the phone, swiping left and right, and and deciding that way. And, like, with those boundaries now set up, that people now go through a method of talking online first. Yeah. Rather than having a genuine interaction with someone. Because people can, straight away, can give you a vibe straight away. You said vibe, but I'm saying vibe now. Can give you a vibe to say, like, no, I don't... Really flattered, or some people can just kick off about it, but like most people will be like, "That's really nice that, or really sweet that you're interested." I'm not really interested, Mm. but thank you nonetheless. Like I feel like the older I get, I'm,
1: I'm. You want to connect more on a a human level first.
0: Yeah, I think so because, Mm. you know, I'm not in a position now where I'm trying to find the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. I don't think I'm that in that mind frame. Yeah. But like to go out of my way to get to know someone properly, like I don't think I've actually been on what I would class as a date before. But it's a date in my mind, in in the sense of actually going to do an activity with someone, like a mature date at my age, going with someone with the intention of having a good time, having fun, but actually doing an activity, not like meeting up to go for a drink. I don't necessarily consider that a date anymore and i think that's maybe because i've just you know maybe matured in that sense like going out for a drink and stuff like that then it just means that it's a whole getting to know you process it's a it's it's another it's the first step you should have anyway but a date in itself is actually going to do something it's an activity yeah going for a meal going bowling going for a, a hike going somewhere that you've never would normally go um and that's what I would categorize as a date. So, would you say that you've ever been on a date? Um, then I'll, I'll
1: not. Uh, I say maybe like uh, I've been to you know the cinema. You know what I mean? Like okay. I, I, yeah, like had had something tweet and gone to cinema. You know the the what what would the be basic. classed as a conventional date? I would class that as a date. I uh, yeah, me too. It's not. It's not very original. It's not very thoughtful because. I'm not very original or very thoughtful, <laughs> uh, so. Uh, but no, you got, you got your Roman knowledge. no okay, do I do. <laughs> do you know
0: what's gonna happen if worst case scenario, if there's one person that listens to this podcast and goes, "Oh, I've got an interest in Roman columns there we as well." Go. Matchmaking. <laughs> so if you Roman have an interest columns. in Roman architecture, please hit up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I bring it back to bring it back to this podcast, and the the aim of this is giving people a platform to engage with themselves, engage with me, and just be able to... To get out of the friend zone. To get out of the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> and, get a, and just realistically yeah. be, or well, don't be, a yeah. stranger. Yeah. 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 There we go. That's, that's nicely wrapped up, up I, think. I think. Do you want to, should we call it that? I think that's really good. We've I been recording. pretty for, wholesome. We've recorded pretty well. and Yeah. Um, I'll just say that there's always here we go. There's always yeah a first ever. So what that means is that you yeah are the first ever <gasps> guest on the Don't Be a Stranger. Oh, Jack Bowler podcast. Oh my, my god. god, I feel, I feel so, so um accomplished. So thank you, thanks what, for having me. Thank you very much for, for being the first guest. There can only be one, first ever. There can only be one, and it's me. I and love it's it. More attention. Like, more gratification. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that we covered there. I Collins. feel like that I've learnt a lot more about you. And columns And, and columns. i <laughs> <laughs> I've learnt a lot more about you, and yeah. I feel like the benefit of this is that going forward, like I can... Well I would hope the same as well like I feel like you and I have now connected on a different level. Yeah, of course we can we can and be
1: vulnerable. Yeah, I yeah, think that's
0: just, a very good point yeah. as well. That's a really yeah. even better point maybe to finish on the fact that it's okay to not be okay, which sounds
1: <laughs> Go on. Oh, <laughs> I hate that saying. Absolutely I hate that saying. That it's saying. obviously it's not
0: okay to
1: um, not be okay. Try uh, get help, get support, uh try and get, get yourself, yourself into a place where you are okay. Are okay because uh, I hate it not in the sense of, you know, I'm, I'm not trying, trying to say it's bad, bad that you're not okay. No, but it's, it's a case of but. admitting
0: it and accepting it. Yeah, it's it's. It ob- it's no, it. it's
1: obviously not okay for you to not be okay.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah, it's like no one's disputing the fact that what's going on is wrong. Is wrong. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> well, wrong in the circumstances. That's, so that's, that's being pedantic. pedantic. I'm sorry. No, I get We've it. We've derailed it. Classic. Classic. <laughs> we had the perfect
1: the ending. ending? Well, you had the ending. but yeah. Uh, let's end on the fact that I love you
0: okay and I love you too ah, still, friends, still, still friends still friends okay, okay. right yeah let's end <laughs> it <this. laughs> <laughs> right so um, yeah thanks very much for being the Thank first God. guest ever on uh, the Jack Bowler podcast and remember Ashley you can you, should we say say it with oh, me oh okay we're good oh, oh, my oh God. We're okay. right. really cheesy okay. ending you ready don't, don't be, be a stranger, stranger.
1: Oh, that was perfectly nailed. That's nailed that.
0: Thanks very much, man.
1: Bye.
0: Bye. (laughs)